It's a good way to start. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Wednesday. It's been a long day. We've had a long new comic book day at the shop, so I have nothing of consequence. I actually was going to have something to this week, but I'm I'm exhausted. Bear <laughs> with us, please. And I and we have like a decent. I would say stack. about seventeen comics to uh, slide through here today. So. Yeah. So I, hi, it's, this is Talk Comics to me. If you've been listening Welcome. to us, you know who we are. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. Uh, and let's, uh, let's, just let's get it. this ball rolling. Let's just do it. Okay. I have to wipe my hands off. They're all greasy. Okay. I have. You have like the greasiest hands. I know. It's I know. wild. <laughs> I don't even use lotion. It just happens. It's disgusting. It's my soul trying to leave through my pores. Um, okay, this is Darling. This is issue number one. Um, this is a source point press joint. Um, I loved this book. This is just about a man who is kind of in, I don't want to say the peak of, but he's at a weird point in his drug addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's kind of reached a spot where he can either keep going the way that he is and lose literally everything or he can do something. So that's like where you drop into here. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to read this little forward because it's what made me actually like enjoy the book. I thought it was very, very good. It takes place in the eighties and I feel like that's a very important thing to make like mm -hmm. the early eighties because that's when this was at a high point. Yeah. Okay, so it says, forward to forward. In 2012, my brother died of a heroin overdose. It feels good to write that down, actually. It feels good because there's a stigma associated with drug death. It isn't exactly discussed on the checkout line at the hairdresser or while you're waiting on an oil train. So it just isn't done. There's a bit of therapy in just saying the words. He left me his journals. Sometimes I sit. Sometimes I smoke. I read about dope sickness. I read about love. I flip through the pages until I find him there, until I slip into dream, until my wife admonishes me for snoring like it's the end times. I miss him very much. To do our small bit for change, we're donating a portion of proceeds for every book sold to programs that help people struggling with drug and alcohol abuse. If you lost someone, you're not alone. And then it gives you the email, which is darlingthecomic at gmail.com if you want to do anything. Um, and then it just goes into the story of this man with his drug addiction. So right. I, yeah, I, it's really good. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this book. I liked the, the narration of it specifically because it's this, you know, the guy who thinks what he's doing is right, even if it isn't. Mm -hmm. And then him kind of reaching that point where he says, well, what am I doing? Like, I just, I kind of feel like I'm living in different dimensions at any time. And it was, it was just way better than I thought had anticipated i didn't know what to expect from it and i'm i'm glad i picked it up yeah it sounds really good mm -hmm. i can leave it here if you wanted to yeah, read it. it's yeah. a very quick read okay i i mean i should have time but yeah we'll, we'll see uh okay <laughs> a whole different note uh i have crossover this is my last crossover issue i'm gonna get i absolutely promise <laughs> i will never get an issue of crossover again <laughs> Uh, I nobody has to hear me talk about this book anymore. Uh, this is crossover issue number seven. I, I'm so sorry. I do apologize. I There's a reason. I couldn't for help. It. I couldn't help myself because my best friend Chomsky. There he is. Chomsadur. Uh, he <laughs> he wrote this, and Phil Hester did the art, and I I do love both Chip and Phil, so I 
I wanted to read it. And I still didn't like it. <laughs> I still, like, there's, like I said to you, it's just, like, I liked it because I could read Chip in the story. Like, I felt his voice. And it was interesting having those meta that meta-ish idea told within, like, his writing voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah, I also love Phil Hester's art, so it was also interesting seeing, like, Phil Hester's version of Chip, like, on the page, and then... Can I see it? Yeah, of course. And then um, this particular issue... He's um, so cute! We love him! Uh, Chip talks about one of my least favorite sex criminal issues as well, which is sex criminals number issue, like, 14, I believe it is. And it's where him and Matt have, like, a whole conversation during the issue. Hated it. So it was interesting to also bring up it, bring it up in a book I do not like. So that was cool. That was an interesting meta thing for me. <laughs> Chip didn't know that. Maybe he did. Either we're, way. We're all best friends. And we're like, all, okay, I, yeah. Know. I told Chip how much I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there are things about it that are enjoyable but once again it is just because of chip i still don't like the story like i said to you earlier today it's just i think there's an aspect of like meta books i do enjoy but at the same time like it feels just really pretentious Mm -hmm. like i just can't help but feel like and i know that's not necessarily like the way anyone wants to come or is supposed like wanting to come off or means to come off and that is just my read of it personally. Uh, but I just, like, once again, this book is just not for me. Could be for anyone. Yeah, it's, you know, there it's are. Not for me. There I are. read two issues. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you kept going. <laughs> I just, and I was interested in the love story. I know. I think it's just like, you know, people complain that people hate read things. But I just really wanted to like it. I think that's, like, part of the reason I hate read things is because I just... I inherently want to like it because you know me. It just, I, it had so much potential. Well, too. that and I'm just like I'm such a fool. I just want the best for everyone, and I want to expect the best for everyone. So I'm the one who's just like I'm gonna keep going. It's I'm gonna just get better. It's gonna get better. Like I can't I can't let myself down. But I just don't like it, and I'm sorry that I talked about it for so long. Um, I've definitely done that with like long series and now I'm like blanking on which ones. I know there have been several where I'm like, I don't know why I keep reading this and then just keep reading it. And I feel like before we did this, there are a lot of series where it was like Oblivion Song maybe. I think that is one. We where, stuck that we, out for quite a while. Yeah, but I, did I, I can't, was that one? I just feel like there is one like that was five issues that I just would, I read a couple issues and then I just like got the rest of the story arc and did not read it. And I felt like I did that with Oblivion Song, but maybe... I mean, we did only get... I only got the first story arc and of I, that. I'm I, pretty yeah. sure, yeah. So maybe I just didn't read, like, the last couple issues. Yeah. I got the entirety of Uncanny X-Men before <laughs> I decided to start reading that. And you guys know how I feel about issues. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not doing it today. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but what issues again? Uh, 1 through 10, because 11 through 22 is what I liked the most. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's all we have to say about books we don't like. And I'm sorry, Donny Cates, that I've I've done this for fucking seven months. I promise that I won't do it anymore. You know, and I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna start. <laughs> all right, this is the Eternals. I almost just said this is Kieran Gillen. 
I wish. Uh, my brain is turned off. I didn't read this. I didn't read all of it. I read the first like, one-fourth. I read to this. Actually, I read past that page. Did you see the Tony Stark face? Yeah. Okay. I read to here. I got to the Thanos. Okay. Um, basically, without spoiling anything, the Eternals are just getting closer to figuring out exactly what is happening and who's doing what. A nice little mystery. Yeah. It is a good mystery it is. story. It's a, it's a cute little mystery. I like the way that this one ended specifically for one panel. When you get to it, you'll know. Because it I'm reminds excited. me of the, the movie Hereditary at the end of it when Tony Collette is just standing up in the background like that. It, I loved it. It was all fantastic. Right. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. All right. And now, I wait. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, you don't, you don't, but you didn't read it. And so yeah, I had not finished this yet. So this is the thumbnail. This is issue number eight. This wraps up the story. I uh, haven't even opened this yet, so yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything for oh, myself. Oh yeah, you don't, you don't want to spoil anything for yourself. I, I will not spoil anything. I will tell you that I absolutely loved it, which I told you earlier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I will tell you that it still ended on like that seventies horror note because I that was like honestly one of i just love the story as a whole it's just so good and it fits the tone so well and yeah i can't wait for you to finish it i'm actually extremely sad that you you did not i um i'll take it to i'll just i'll do it when i get home okay yeah because i just like i want to know what you think i think that's it like i just want you i want to know what you think of the ending because it's just it's so good and also that cover is fucking yeah, no, the coolest I, thing in the entire world. I love it. The art in this book has just been so good. Like, If you haven't been reading it, I suggest you probably pick up the trade. Yeah, especially sure. if you're a fan of horror movies because this is just... It's done really well and it's it's a lot of fun. It's very eerie. Yeah. I, I, it feels like, like I said, I can't believe I almost didn't get this and... I'm here and just like this is one of my favorite You're welcome. kind of favorite horror books. I yeah. Think. It's beautiful. It's good. Okay. Okay. You got it? I'm gonna talk about pussies now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have money shot. This is issue number twelve. Uh, I'm actually not gonna say much about this book. Um, this is just about, you know, our space explorers who are going and banging aliens to make money to fund the work that they've been doing. Um, this issue is a little bit more personal because in the first two story arcs, I guess it would technically be, uh, one of the main people that was working with them in this half of the story, she's, she's gone. So she's no longer a part of it and they are still affected by her absence. And so they're trying to find a way to bring her back or try to kind of work with her again. Okay. Um, yeah, it's very, I, I'm still kind of like put off by the art, the art change in this. Um, I do still like the story. I think it's an interesting development from what they were doing before. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know how much longer I will keep this on. Okay. Not that I don't like it. I do still really enjoy it, but I feel like the first 10 issues, that was like the perfect story. Like they didn't need to keep going. Okay. So I, I might. I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. I think I might stick it out for like a couple more issues just to see if I can figure out like where, where it's mm-hmm. going and then yeah. make a decision. Yeah. 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 Cause I don't, I don't. I don't want to just not read it because I'm like, oh, that first story arc was way better. Because it's not. It's just different. Yeah. Just different. Yeah. That's all. All right. 
I got Daredevil. This is Lockdown, part one. Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> and last issue, spoiler alert, Bullseye breaks out. Oh, shit. Uh, Daredevil's in prison. He found out about some shady stuff that's going on in prison and the CIA or FBI, some, you know, stupid government black shit. Of course. Black ops shit. Like, just, you know, stupid stuff. Uh, and Electra is Daredevil. She's trying to track down uh, Isabel Libris, I believe, is the the kingpin right now because she made a deal with the Hand. Oh shit! So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of moving yeah. pieces in this. <laughs> Once again, just love love the story. Uh, uh, it's just such a good good Daredevil story, mm-hmm. and I really. The art is so good. Even this is a different artist, and it's still just really, really good art. Chichetto? It's not Chichetto? No. Dang. Yeah, no, that's still really good. I'm trying to get to an Electra page, but I... Give her to me. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, her kicking down that door was pretty sick. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So... It looks really hot. (laughs) In that outfit. I do love... I do love Elektra as Daredevil. It's one of my favorite things, which is probably, you know, Horny Me is part of the reason I'm still wa- watching this, still reading it for I sure. I mean, that's why I, I like... It's not even like... like it. It's not like it's like even, like, close to being overly sexy. It's just like... Well, I'm pretty look sure Elektra doing anything Look at that hot like, lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my phone doesn't want to work, so... Fuck yeah. Uh, this is Daredevil... Mobile. Daredevil Mobile, yes. Oh, okay. I like that. What, what did Patrick say? Uh, Daredevil Mobile lost a wheel and Bullseye got away. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's very cute. Okay. <clears throat> this is, oh, sorry. You want to say? This is Barbaric. <laughs> this is issue number one. It's issue number one. Uh, hyped, hyped, hyped vault book. It's worth it. It's really worth the hype. It is so much fun. Yeah, it's a uh, fantastic. Um, the art is uh, very, very exciting in it. I've I've been amped on this book for since I read that preview yeah. like two months ago, something like that. And I'm kind of like over these kind of stories, but then I read this one and it was like a an interesting new take on it. Yeah, I also thought it was just going to be one of those books that was just. Yeah, exactly like what it's kind of advertised to be, but it is a lot more fun, a lot more, I don't know, jaunty in its violent, that might not be the right word, but like just cartoony at the same time. Yeah, so basically it's about a barbarian named Owen who is forced to not kill by this talking axe who he's cursed to carry he he can't do any of the stuff that he's always done fucking and killing and doing whatever he wants yeah. this axe is pretty much his conscience now yeah he's pissed it's, it's just really fun yeah it's really fun the art is really great the colors are really wonderful it was yeah yes. just a really good read that's my favorite face in the entire yeah that book. one was a good one yeah it's just yeah it's it's worth there the are read. really expressive faces in this yeah there's like there's this i won't spoil too much but one of the characters there's in there boobs in here has yeah there's boobs 
Um, one of the characters has a bunch of tattoos of like weapons and stuff, and she can pull them off and make them what I thought that was like the coolest thing. I was like, damn dude, if I was any comic book character, it would be her. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be really cool. You're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yes. The most confusing book. Yeah, we have we only find them when they're dead. This is issue number seven. Once again, crazy dense book, so if you get this, be prepared. Mm-hmm. Also, just make sure you pay attention to the dates. Cause those play a part in the whole thing. Yes. So, so this <laughs> issue follows Mr. Hauer. I can't remember what his first Jason. name is. Jason. Um, it goes back and forth and like, I would assume present. And then mm-hmm. what happened that got him where he was. From, yeah, him traveling with Malik yeah. in the past, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first story arc and yes. being here after. And kind of like a little background on what happened to the, other characters in a sense too um so yeah it's i it's still it's a lot of fun it's really good the art is fantastic but yeah pay attention to the years because if you don't it gets real confusing yeah real fast gotta get rid of that damn axe yeah probably he can't he's cursed yeah but yeah great when you find them when they're dead so fun i think especially if you like sci-fi stuff in Mm -hmm. in that manner it's very very good oh no we're getting too dark yeah i was gonna We'll go. We'll just have to flip on this overhead light. There we go. That's better. We've come to life. Here we are. <laughs> okay, so I yeah, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I have you promised me darkness. I have not read this one yet because issue number two, which was supposed to come out last month, I did not get until Friday. So I'm a little bit behind. But this is basically about uh, Howley's comet and when it passed over. Whenever it did, um, a bunch of people gained superpowers, and within that group, they're hunting other people who mm-hmm. got powers. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Normally, do not like books at all with just plain black and white art, but I really, really enjoy this story. I also have a weird obsession with Hallie's Comet, so that's probably mostly what it is. Derek, I don't need your science. Get it out of my face. Okay. But yeah, that is the, yeah, that's the right year. Uh, this is made in Korea. This is issue number two. This is just following. Why can't I remember her name? I thought I remembered her name. Well, I'm so dumb. There is a supercomputer little girl android who a worker from Korea has made into like basically replicating a human as much as possible so she's like super real and then she's kind of like developing those like like zuckerberg yes she is mark zuckerberg but a child that makes sense so the man who made her is regretting sending her off to a family and is now trying to basically kidnap her back oh that's strange. And she's just trying to be a normal girl and... Is she aware that she is not human? Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's it's interesting because she tries to make friends with people at school, but obviously, you know, she is going to get taken advantage of. Yeah. Because she's still, like, very naive. She's still learning. Yeah. She And she doesn't... She's never really socialized with people yeah. outside her parents. Interesting. Yeah. Do you like it? 
I do like it. It's a little, it's hard to describe without kind of giving it away. And I think it's also just a book you have to read just because that's easier to, you know, grasp what's going on. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I really like it. It's just hard to explain in a way where I feel like I'm doing it justice. I really like the art. I really like the colors. And I think the story is really interesting. I, I'm interested to see what happens. How many issues? I think it's only five. Okay. So cool. All right. You should just read it out loud. (laughs) I don't even know if what I'm saying. Fuck their wives, drink their blood. Yeah. Derek. Okay, Derek. I agree. (laughs) No. I guess we're going to talk about vampires now, so that's a good lead in. Uh, this is Vampire Masquerade. This is issue number nine. It's and this is Winter's Teeth. My bad. Wanted to yeah, Winter's, winter's teeth. teeth. So Cecily is been betrayed by her by her progeny. Her, yeah, and Allie and vampires are getting hunted down by the hunters, and shit's gone wild. Yeah, everything is a bit askew right now. And I really don't know, necess- I still don't know if Allie, like, betrayed her as much as just, like, wants, I guess it is betraying. She's, like, wants power. Yeah, I watched it once, Derek. I didn't memorize all the Bo Burnham songs. Okay, do you want to talk about this instead of talking to Derek? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have anything to say about it. Because it, it's just Allie not getting revenge necessarily it's just her doing what she was always supposed to do but she just but is it i i don't know because that i mean in this there is that twist and i don't know it just doesn't feel like why put the people in the places that they are especially because you know cicely is talking in the beginning about how Allie very specifically knows like her and the things that she would do so she does know that she's going to like win and escape yeah at least i would assume so i don't know i just i felt like it was all a little bit too easy like for for Allie, i guess i don't know how much of it was like yeah her betraying her or i don't know i feel like Allie was used if anything yeah i guess we'll see we'll see as we yeah. come around cause... it's it's con- there was a lot to read i did like the the sewer half with the rat i really like mm-hmm. that guy a lot um <laughs> i know you're not he is a rat he's a rat and they are in the sewer yeah. it was just the the way the way it sounds yeah i it's love a, the sewer rat i love the sewer rat i uh i liked him when he was first introduced mm-hmm. but i think this one i don't know you know that he's helping his kind like that's what, what he's yeah. doing but to to see him do that was just really cool and how good he is in the sewer, because he can see. <laughs> okay. All right, we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is tea time. Tea time. This is um, Rika Andolfo and Sia Ohm. Ohm? Ohm? Ohm, yep. And uh-huh. Eleonora Bruni. This is basically just them, the Scooby gang, talking about what would happen if Giles was a vampire. Yeah. Just their own different versions of what they think would happen. 
Um, I didn't not like it. I, I thought it was very interesting because I love Giles, but I did think in comparison, yeah, to the other one shots, it was kind of weak. I loved the ending for mm-hmm. it. I thought it was very sweet, but you know, yeah, I just, I love Giles. Yeah, Giles is great. I, yeah, I have like, yeah, we talked about this earlier. You just have the same feelings. It was not my favorite one shot out of all of them. I, Maybe because they didn't use different artists or different, like, writers, which mm-hmm. I think sometimes... I mean, sometimes is the downfall of anthology sort of stories. Dang, that would have been cool if, like, each of the stories was told... I didn't even think about that. I was just like, I wanted more Giles stories. <laughs> like, not just this one situation, yeah. you know? Like, I wanted different... I do, like, I do still feel like these one-shots are... And this one, too, is was better than... <laughs> the actual main series book so unfortunately yeah all right i'm done okay no more giles talk all right now to the witches i have uh witch blood this is just it's just about a witch she talks about how her maker is actually an alien because she's different from the other witches and tells the story there is an introduction of this character her name is texas red i fucking love her she's fantastic but her and the the vampire with the frilly cowboy coat is like the only characters that I like in this. So she, what is her name? Um, Yana, who is the main character in here, the one with the blue hair that you were first introduced to. She drinks a magic potion and blows up an entire town and kills a bunch of people. And then when the witch hunters realize what happened, they don't know that it was her who did it. So she blamed the vampires so that it wouldn't be her mm-hmm. fault. I thought that was pretty sketchy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to take this off my poll. I, don't, I just don't really care about this story. Like, I like the art quite a bit, and I like some of the characters, but, like, the story as a whole, and, like, I just don't really have any interest in it anymore. Yeah. Is it not limited, or is it... I don't know. I feel like it was supposed to be five, but with the way that this one ended, I don't... I don't feel like they could wrap it up in five and have it be a good ending. Okay. So I don't know. I'll have to look it up, but. All right. It's just, it's not bad. I'm, it's just different than what I thought it was going to be. And I have a problem with that. (laughs) That's fair. Right? It's your, it's your reading. Yeah. It's your time. That's true. That's mine. You don't have to go on like a crossover adventure like I did. Yeah. Don't spit up on the new table, okay? Oh, I would have done it on my comics, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I have Beta Ray Bill. This is issue number four. This is wrapping up the story a little bit. I think it, this is the fifth. There's only five issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's great. It's beautiful. I love it. This issue, something is taking control of the ship or taking over the ship, and it's kind of moving through all of uh, Beta Ray's memories that are contained within his ship. So he's kind of, like, forced to look back on really, really shitty times in his life. That poor guy. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. But it's so good. This book is so good. I'm very excited to get the trade. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for you to read it. I don't know why I didn't. I got the first issue. Yeah, I just seem it just seems like something you wouldn't not do. I know. That's that's why I thought it was very strange cuz I like remember when it was solicited for the first one and I was like, "Cool, I'm getting that." And then I just never got it. Pullbox is weird. 
Tell, tell Dear Pullbox. Dear Pullbox. Uh, okay, so now we have The Witcher. Uh, this is number two. This is The Witch's Lament. This girl's fucking right. with some witches. Yeah, it was like our man G is just going to therapy with witches in this one. I loved the words, but also hated them because they were too... They were distracting. Yeah. I, I did. I agree. Like, I thought it was really cool, too. I The art in this, I absolutely mm-hmm, love. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. Where's that G butt? When he, oh, like, his ass. Up, yeah, his yeah. ass is so great. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, there it is. Butt. Yeah. It's a really, really good story. <laughs> I think this is a... Um, you know, you guys know how I feel about the, the Witcher comics. I, I always get them when they come out. But this one, I think, in particular, is just... It's got a lot of depth. Which I was not oh, expecting. Yeah. I do. I just yeah. It does. It's, it's talking about all like yeah the pain that every yeah. yeah like healing from trauma but having to accept it and mm-hmm. stuff first and like making that step to healing yourself like I okay like I thought this was just a story about witches but now we're doing this <laughs> I don't know it's kind of how the video games betterhelp.com <laughs> okay ready yeah yeah sorry. This is this weird ass book. Change the grave. This is issue number four. Number five comes out next week. What? Yeah. Okay. It's the last one though, so I don't care. Yeah, but all right. Uh, I our, mean, technically, it is next month. Yeah, that is that is not wrong. Yeah. It is next month. Yeah. Our man who came back from the dead is trying to get away from the bad guy who has reanimated some corpses. There's butts in this one too, and shit's wild. Yeah. I still am very confused by this story. I think it's because, like, everyone is dead, and there's a lot of resurrection, and there's just... Well, well, it's chaotic as hell. It is. It is just super chaotic. I think that's, like, one of the things about this book in particular. It's just like, what is happening? It's just like, everything's happening at once. It's like, what? Yeah, no, it's it's why... Because you have, like, for a while, there were three different storylines that were going on, and it was, like, hard to tell which one was which because dead characters everywhere they all kind of look the same but yeah it's i'm excited for the last issue yeah i suppose like the thing i'm tempted to do is like read it all at once to see if it makes more sense to me yeah because that first one the way that it started i think that was what really threw me off because i had no idea like what was going on and since that one i've just been like I don't know what's happening. It looks nice. Yeah, it looks good. The art is fun. Like yeah. colors are really vibrant. But yeah, just, it's just a book that's just like. I, I love these pages where like everything is colored, and then you go, and then like colors missing mm-hmm. from certain panels. I think that is really cool. I don't get it, but I think that's really cool. Like why sometimes they choose to do that, and other times no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is a very interesting read. If you love chaos, you'll probably love this. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah, I I remember the solicit, and I remember being like, I don't know about this, and then being like, Yeah, sure, boom. Yeah, and that's exactly I, what I. And did. now I'm here, and just like, What's happening? I still don't understand, yeah. but it's fine. It's strange. It's okay. Okay. Um, did it stick? Okay, I have uh, Black Widow. This is issue number eight. I actually have not read this one because I got this way later than all of my other books. Uh, I didn't even know I had it until I was, like, leaving work today. So, when I get to it, I'll get to it. All right. Ow. 
This was one of my favorite books this week, actually. Yes, please. This uh, book. Uh, this is Department of Truth. This is issue number 10. 10. And we're going on a little Bigfoot hunt. Yeah, we're going Squatch hunting. <laughs> and uh, This was a lot of words. There were, yeah, this is a book full of reading. So if you pick this particular issue up, be prepared for that because I was not this morning when I opened it, which is why I told you because I was like, oh, this was a lot of reading. Yeah, no, I think that's why I was so irritated, like why it took me so long to read it, why I kept getting irritated when people were coming up doing what they're supposed to do in a coffee shop and order drinks. But How I was like, dare you? Yeah, I was like trying to read it and like some pages it's like, you know, it's a folded letter. So sometimes the words mm-hmm. weren't exactly clear. So it would take me longer than normal to read. It is so good though. Yeah, absolutely. It is so, so good. Um, I do. I just gotta, I gotta talk about this, these pages, yeah. this lettering. I know you can't necessarily see it that well, but it was absolutely my favorite fucking part about this whole entire book um aditya bidikar had posted on twitter that he had yeah handwritten those pages off of um i'm gonna say it right today james tynan's uh right like scripts so it's just it's really cool i love the way the pen looks like the way that it flows mm-hmm. it looks like a very like satisfying pen to write with which was part of the reason i loved it yeah no and i just i agree and i love all of the like it is a loved letter like you can tell it's been like open and read like yeah. a million times and like put back because there's like stains and, and that's like, also the cool part too that he was talking about on the post was the fact that martin um Simmons, 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 Simmons. I can't even say the most simple thing. Uh, yeah, took those pages and then like did those things mm-hmm. and like does that with a lot of like different things from Department of Truth. So I, I don't know. That's one of my. Like, I love how much love goes into this book. That is one of the the best parts about it. Like every person on the book you know does such a wonderful job and it it really can be seen when you're reading it Mm -hmm. yeah it's very good um also patrick i would like to say i didn't death glare that's just my eyes that's what they do when i have my mask on see (laughs) it's just what they do but yeah if you're not reading this book i would 100 percent tell you to check it out especially if you're into like conspiracy theories or even if i don't know even if you're not like any anything that you think would be in an episode of the x-files yeah that is a really good way to describe it it does have that like feel but yeah in a completely different way if you're not reading it you're an absolute fool (laughs) i'm just gonna say i'm gonna put that out there. i mean it's chill i just say that all the time because i i believe you know, some books are worth picking up, especially on a month-to-month basis. And mm-hmm. this is one of them, especially because the breaks don't feel like breaks. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, I feel like I just got this. And you can, I feel like in some places, not at this point, you can kind of stumble into an issue and not necessarily have to understand what's going on right. 100% to, like, understand. I do think we've hit a point where reading the first story arc is important yeah because it introduces you to what like the story is going Mm -hmm. to be about but yeah it's more 
I don't know, just reoccurring characters, but different scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we're getting into some X-Books now. This is cable number 11. My boy doesn't get to go to the gala. He, Why didn't he get to go? He's off uh, gallivanting with himself, uh, <laughs> his old man self. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, was like, I know what that means. His parents, Rachel Summers, Esme, Magic, Deadpool, and Domino. And they're going to take out Strife. Oh, uh, okay. So this is... this He is, gonna die? Huh? He gonna die? Strife? No. Cable. Uh, I... You know, I'm. I don't know because there's one issue left. Of yeah, that there's one issue left. I don't. I. I really. I'm unsure. I'm unsure if we're gonna be. I. I know they're going to do a cable one shot after this with old man cable, but it can be one of those things where it ends up with both of them still alive and old man cable kind of just like hopping through time. That'd be cute. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, I'm not sure how they're going to end this. Okay. I am interested. I do really, really enjoy this series quite a bit personally, but sad to I know, see it go. Yeah. I just like the jokes. I think that's like kind of one, the one thing I feel like the jokes have hit for me and I, don't, I still fucking hate Deadpool though. <laughs> yeah, I actually feel that. <laughs> I'm loving you and leaving you. Um, I'm ready. All right. This is X-Factor number 10. This is the last issue of Mm X-Factor. This is oddly a part of the Hellfire Gala. It's a briefly mentioned thing. And it's the last issue of the Hellfire Gala, too. All right. Yeah, because 12. It was 12, right? I can't remember. 12 of 12. I'm pretty sure I had just seen that. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the last page there. Yeah. Yeah, the party is over. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, I don't know, not was not my thing. It uh, <laughs> it was a very strange for I, I guess I've never read any of the other X Factors. I didn't know the history of like what was going on. I don't I don't understand how all of these series were tied into the Hellfire Gala when it just was those specific characters from those series. And I had no idea what was going on in nearly all of them, except for the like four that I have on my poll. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. It did not make sense to me. Yeah, I can. And I agree with that. They were all very, very separate books. And this, yeah, is wrapping up all of, like I told you earlier, everything that has been happening in the X, in X Factor before and like st- subplots that have been built. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just. It, it felt rushed, like, obviously, I mean, they had to get this last issue out, and I suppose they couldn't have left what they began undone. Mm-hmm. I, there were parts that were weird. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know about the the murder serial killer aspect of it. See, and I don't know, I have no context. Yeah. So, well, and, and I, I think, think that was why it was, like, kind of weird. It was, like, I, I didn't read any of the other situations, so I don't know if there's, like, a story behind it well, or pr- anything. Yeah, Prodigy has just been trying to solve his, like, past murder throughout all, like, throughout X Factor. Yeah, it's just, it's very strange, but I feel like we do also have to mention this is leading into the one... I think it's a one-shot. The Trial of Magneto? Or is that... 
I can't remember. I feel like this might have been multiple issues. Yeah, it's leading into the trial of Magneto, which will be happening soon. But that even doesn't come to play until the very last page. So it's like, I I get the need for doing an event like this, but it just wasn't necessary. Yeah, no, they could have really, they could have done the planet sized. Yeah. And honestly, like, I could have done just like a little three mini. I was bored. Yeah. I expected more from the Hellfire Gala thrown by Emma Frost, who had three outfits the entire time, and this is what happened. I I, mean, they did terraform and take over an entire planet. Right. But again, that was one issue. Like, (laughs) that was like planet. Like, I, I don't feel like an entire gala needed to be made like this big deal for something in one issue to happen. Yeah, but I suppose if we look at it, like, we're throwing, it's just like a one-night event. Like, we had to read it over a month. Yeah. So, let's just, and all we got, let's like, hypothetically, let's spitball here, we're at the gala. I would expect more (laughs) than mind fireworks. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why. More. I don't know why I'm standing up for this event that I did not really like. But I, I feel like you're giving it too hard of a time. I am, but <laughs> I also, I have been spending months working on my Hellfire Gala outfit, and I don't even want to wear it anymore because this was garbage. It was garbage. It was garbage. Okay, I wouldn't say garbage. It's just. It was not that great. It was recyclable garbage, especially coming like we've said last week, just coming out of X of Swords. That's probably why it just didn't really feel the same. It didn't feel as cohesive as that story did. And I don't know. Yeah, with all of the X books there are, and as much money as it costs this month to get all of these books, just it 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 was not necessarily worth mm -hmm. it. So. I wouldn't say that it was garbage. I would just say that, like, monetarily so. I would say that tricking me into spending (laughs) all that money was garbage. Because they they threw Hellfire and Gala into it, and they they were like, no, we got her. We don't have to worry about shit. She's going to pay for them all. Uh, All right. I don't have anything else. That's it. Okay, that's it. That's it. We uh, had a great time. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, You know, we love you. You go support your local comic book store, so you in turn support us. Yes, you pay us. <laughs> and then also go support libraries so that you can get books for free mm-hmm. and don't have to steal them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, go take care of your friends because, you know, God knows how long we'll be on this earth. Probably like two more weeks. The way climate change is working in this economy, <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, that's all I have. You know, take care of one another, donate your money if you can, do good things. As always, we'll see you on the a flippity flip.